Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Book More Show. It's Stuart here with a slight change of plan this week. We had a show ready to go, but we've also just released the latest episode of the More Cheese Less Whiskers podcast. Dean was talking to Ben Byrne, a marketing guy from Canada, who's breaking into doing marketing for financial services guys. This is a really great conversation for us because it focuses on how to use a book to leverage that market. So I want to slip this into the into the stream here and make sure you guys had a chance to listen to it. And then we'll be back next week with the regular programming. So take a listen in. A couple of the main points to pick up on, I think, are A, just the concept of using a book to address an audience. Dean shares a couple of examples of people that we've helped already and how it's changed their results. The other thing to think about is the syndication element of it. So Ben's talking about doing marketing for financial services companies and Dean talks a lot about the scale ready algorithm and how once you've broken the code or cracked the code once you can then leverage that into other areas. So the last thing to think about is If you're in an industry where that applies to you, if you're delivering a service to multiple other service providers or business, and you can write the book that will then help them get leads, so base your success on their success and and do everything that you can to create that those results, those outcomes for them, then that's a great opportunity to use a book as a leverage tool. We talk about them quite a lot as white label books. We've done several where we've helped one person write the initial version of the book and then white label it for their clients. Uh, We do it in the real estate side of the business as well. So you've probably heard us talk about it. So listen in. Um, I won't jump back in at the end because this is an hour podcast. So save jumping back in. I'll just leave you with a quick reminder. If if you haven't already checked out the More Cheese Less Whiskers podcast, then head over to morecheeselesswhiskers.com and you can hear the other shows there. There's a number of great examples, including quite a few people talking about books If you want to be a guest on the Book More show, we mentioned last week that, or the week before rather, that we wanted to start giving the opportunity to speak to you guys a little bit more and answer some of your questions. So we've had some great response already. We're just coordinating those now. If you want to be a guest, then head over to 90minutebooks.com forward slash guest and fill out a couple of details and we'll be in touch. Then obviously, if we want to get started, no time like the present, head over to 9minutebooks.com and follow the Get Started link and we'll be here ready to uh, ready to help you get yours created. And lastly, just on that syndication point, if you've got a book in mind or if you're in a business that does deliver service or um, help other people with their marketing or create their business and this white label syndicated idea seems like it's uh, something that might be interesting, then just shoot me an email to stuart at 90minutebooks.com. And uh, if you want to have a chat about it, we've done this now for uh, for several different types across a couple of different niches. Niches? Niches? So um, give me, uh, drop me a quick email and uh, it would be great to run through some details and see how it might work for you. Okay, guys, um, I'll leave you to it. Looking forward to catching you next week with the Back to the Regular Show. Mr. Byrne, I presume. Dr. Dean Jackson, is that you? That's me. How are you, sir? I'm great. I am great. Um, well, I'm very excited. I have my uh, I have my evil scheme hatching notebook and my pen, and I have awesome. a brand new bottle of Avion water and my headset, and I'm I'm prepared fully. The hatch okay. schemes for the next sixty minutes with you. Awesome, perfect. I can't wait. Uh, so, okay. uh, tell me what's yeah. going on. What's? Yeah, you're, yeah, sure. You're in Canada, right? Yeah, I'm a filthy Canadian. <laughs> I'm uh, from uh-huh. the East Coast. Um, you're, you're from Toronto, right? Yes, I was actually though born in Stephenville, Newfoundland. Really? <laughs> That's funny because I was just there in, in August beautiful Isn't I, I never, funny? yeah well my dad yeah. was in the uh uh u.s air force and stationed at stephenville newfoundland so i lived there for two weeks oh. <laughs> but uh, you can't take that away i'm an official yeah. newfie well have you been screeched in though because that's that's the real test have i been what 
greased in. That's where you, you know, that you got to kiss the cod and you drink the, the shot of grease, which is like rum. <laughs> Disgusting. Great time. Oh, no, I have, uh, no, I've not been greased in. I, I guess I'm not official. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. I actually went, I, I caught my first cod there. But anyway, enough about me. Um, yeah, I'll tell you a bit about what we're doing. Um, yeah. A, a bit's changed since, uh, my God, I applied to this almost like six months ago, it feels like. But uh, I'm a copywriter. Hot ticket, then. It's a hot ticket. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty excited here. Um, it's funny. I've been listening to I Love Marketing and this podcast forever. But um, anyway, yeah. Right now, we're actually, I've been listening to your podcast. I was like, here I am. I couldn't pick a, like a niche, right? It was like the very mm-hmm. first profit activator. Um, so I finally just decided on just doing financial uh, advisors, basically, with my buddy. So we're we're basically doing because I I'm in your buddy uh, Frank Kern's inner circle there. Oh and, nice, um, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw one guy in Australia was helping financial advisors with webinars. And I was like, wait, I know how to do that. <laughs> and yeah. I, yeah, I figured just like nobody is really doing that here. So that's what we're working on right now. Perfect. Well, tell me all about it. So what's the um, sure, how are yeah. you doing so far, and what's the yeah? Um, it's uh, what, it's a bit what's working. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a bit slow going right now because we, uh, my partner and I, he, he kind of does Facebook ads a lot and I just kind of do the emails. And Anyway, um, we're, we have our first client. Um, he's like a wealth management guy in Toronto, which is pretty cool. We, we're just in the process of setting that up now to kind of get our kind of like the first one, you know, like the proof of concept. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just going slow for us, but I mean, it's because there's like a communications gap because he's in Ukraine and <laughs> a bunch of stuff, but yeah, I'd love to cook up some evil schemes here to really get this thing moving, you know? Yeah. Okay. So your, um, your friend in the Ukraine is working with you on the technical side of doing all the webinars and all that stuff, or he's on the advisor side. Yeah. Um, he, well, it's actually his uncle. I, I know this guy from Toronto because I lived in Toronto for a bit. Okay. And uh, uh-huh. he just, <laughs> I'm actually planning on moving from Halifax to Ukraine to, to work there. But yeah, wow. so what he does, um, yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, so what he does is basically, he's like a wizard at Facebook ads, my buddy Ryan. I was hoping he'd be on this call, but he, uh, uh, anyway, he basically does, um, he knows the financial advisor niche really well, and I, I, okay. I don't as much, but I, I'm like, I know copywriting and sales and all that stuff and webinars, plus all the stuff from good old, good old Frank. Yeah. Okay. So what's, uh, so what's the, what have you figured out so far? What are you testing, or what, where are you at with that? Yeah, we've been testing. I mean, there's so many different options, but I really just kind of want to get. I don't know, almost like the minimum viable product, you know, like just yeah. get him results just to, just to prove that this thing really works. And then I feel mm-hmm. like once that happens, we can just go to other financial advisors. And even if they're, they're doing stuff the old way, like referrals or whatever, they'll just say, Hey, look what we did for this guy. And they'll be like, Oh wow. Like <laughs> I didn't even know this is a thing. Right. That's the goal. Yeah. Cool. So um, do you have, you figured out your, um, approach or have you been testing um, um, things so far or are you just in the planning stages of it right now? No, we've been, uh, as far as, you mean like reaching out to them? Well, reaching out to them or, or actually getting the, um, some campaigns going or getting anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. For the actual client that we already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're just actually we, it's funny we just got the content from him for his seminars. Like, uh, I I figure our target market is kind of financial advisors who are doing seminars, and then they can just convert that to a webinar, right? Um, yeah. So but okay. and it, uh-huh. it was been it was a bit of a roadblock getting his content because he has a big team, and it was uh, we haven't even started building the webinar yet, so we're, we're still pretty new at this um, this specific offer. So what's the um, what are the topics of the like so he's got a winning model right now with with the seminar so I imagine that it's very similar to 
what they do in the States here of yeah. sending invitations, uh, having people come to a dinner seminar, doing a presentation, inviting them to come for a consultation in the office and then right. turning yeah. them into clients. So that, that whole model, that's a, that's kind right, of the right. default model that everybody uses in the, um, in the financial world. So mm-hmm. what, um, what have been the winning appeals that they've used for the seminars? What what kind of topic? Sure, yeah, yeah. So there's um, there's, they have two main audiences. Uh, it's kind of hard for this guy because his his ideal client is like one million dollars in assets, and he's in Toronto. And I mean, we can find that list, but basically, there's two um, avatars if you want to call them that. So like a business, like a boomer, like business guy. You know, he's kind of they're kind of thinking about retiring, but like basically they want to save on taxes or yeah. make more money. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's, um, my God, I, I should probably have my other notes open, but yeah, that's the main one we're focusing on. Basically, these kind of like entrepreneurial types. Um, let me just actually open my notes one sec. Okay, no problem. Yeah. So. And so have they done already, I guess um, what I'm curious about is has he had, does he have a successful system right now that he's got some way of connecting all the dots from picking a list, doing a mailing or doing yeah. Facebook ads, getting people to a workshop, presenting the information, getting them into the office and turning them into a client. Has he got, a system yeah. that that does that successfully. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Right now, okay. Yeah. Um, so a lot basically, of basically they do yeah. a few things, right? But they do hire students for like cold calling, so they they don't do as many seminars, uh, I guess, as they could. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're kind of open to this. They're like, well, it, like it's worked for them in the past. So yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. So business owners and um, those nearing retirement, so retirees. Those are the mm-hmm. two avatars. And, uh, they and do have so, a few angles there. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about those. What's the? Sure. Um, let me just. I got some weird thing playing on my computer. Um, so the first angle is basically um, business succession planning. So you know what? So if it's a family business, what are they going to do? Are they going to sell their business? Or you know, that's one. Uh, the individual pension plan strategy is another thing that they do for. Basically, like a tax-sheltered uh, savings vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of speaking like Klingon here because I'm not really like a finance guy, which is ironic. Right, 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 right. But uh, yeah, and then another thing is, it's like it's another idea they have. It's it, they call it a dual will strategy, which is basically it's like they can set up a will for their business, which is like another way to save in taxes. So those are three. Uh, things that have been kind of uh, pretty successful and like people respond a lot to those. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I've never heard those words dual will. So what, what, no, a, what about that? Mm-hmm. What about that? As in what is, what is, is it actually? Yeah. What, what do you know? What, what, what do it? you know about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's basically, I guess, <laughs> I could just read you word for word what it says, but it's like under the right circumstances, it, it makes sense for a business owner to create a second will for their business or their private corporation in order to minimize probate taxes. <laughs> so, okay. um, yeah. And basically you can make an investment under 2000 and save over a hundred thousand in taxes, uh, or at least up to that, you know, <laughs> got to worry about uh, disclaimers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's one idea. Okay. okay. Um, and do they have a um, do they have a way of generating leads for that right now? You mentioned that they have like students do cold calling. What are they mm. What are they doing, and who are they calling? Yeah, they just buy lists of basically affluent people in the Greater Toronto area. That's yeah. one way. So I was thinking, I, I was and, thinking of a few different options for us, like either. Mm-hmm direct mail, which is tried and true, um, but they, yeah. they think, oh, it's too expensive. So they want to try Facebook ads first, which mm-hmm. fair enough. Like my friend's pretty good at that. So, mm-hmm. um, but 
I think it's either one or one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do they what do they have the um, what do they have the cold callers say? What are, how are they uh, doing this? So they get the list and they're they have people calling them up and saying what? Yeah, um, they're just trying to get them in for an appointment. Basically, you know, like, hey, like, it, it's probably. Hey, uh, so you got some money there. Uh, yeah, hey, this is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Jason hey, like, down at the financial advisor right. office here. I, I see you got yeah, uh, see here on my list that you got some money. You want to come right. into the office and talk about it? I mean, like, what yeah, do they see, say? The money How, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we have a monocle cleaning kit. Um, <laughs> basically, like, hey, every talk to you, I don't even have the script in front of me, which is embarrassing. Um, it's it's at a pretty low success rate. You know, like there's a lot of yeah. uh, opportunity here. <laughs> right, right. That's why uh, the reason I'm asking those things is to see yeah. like where I'm looking for the clues of what what you can build on what they're already doing. Like if they've got, um, if they have a way of getting people to a seminar or a workshop yeah. or whatever they're doing. Um, yeah. Do they do do they do direct mail for that or do they? Um, yeah, they definitely How do, do they get people um, to that? Okay. And what's the offer? Do you have any of the postcards or any of the um, invitations or mailing that they send for those? Yeah, I, I I do. Just let me just bring up. You would think I'd be all prepared for this. Uh, okay. Thanks a lot, Frank. Um, so how's the uh, are you in Florida right now? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit cold. I think my my my, uh, my stepmother just went down there. She said it's only nineteen degrees. Oh <laughs> like, what? That's summer. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Are, do you, are you looking at that the postcard or the invitation, or or do you have it? Yeah, they're pretty. I'm pretty sure they're pretty generic. I'm just okay. I'm just looking for what the topic is or what they're saying to get people in the room. And I've got a couple of strategies that would be helpful Um, to test. Like your first name. Uh, Okay, so this one's about investment properties. So it says whether you are looking to purchase an investment property or you're a business owner who requires capital to pursue growth opportunities, uh, high net worth individuals often have specific capital needs that extend beyond traditional financing. So this one's about creative financing, I guess. Um, okay. As such, creativity and flexibility play an important role when it comes to financing. And we would like to invite you to a seminar on the date, host alongside so-and-so to discuss innovative uh, financing strategies to build wealth for investors. Um, and then these guys specialize in alternative financing solutions to pride itself on out of the box thinking to help clients capitalize on opportunity for them. And so then then says the topics of discussion include um, enhancing your investment portfolio returns uh, with the potential of turning 8% into 12%, uh, purchasing an investment property with zero money down and taking cash out of a a business in a tax efficient manner. And then if it's, then it basically says if you're interested, but you can't come, just let us know. And we'd be happy to arrange a consultation meeting to answer any questions you might have. Right. So pretty basic stuff, but yeah. Yeah. So when you look at this, so what I do know that, um, and we've had this experience over and over and over, that Mm -hmm. if you have something that is working um, as a workshop, you know, where you're getting people to to come, that you can, um, you know, double or triple or more the response to it by offering a book as opposed to a workshop now yeah because yeah what's happening there is that you get the um you know the people who will come to a workshop are Mm -hmm. a subset of the people who would love the information but they're not available or um yeah you know able to come to a a workshop on tuesday night Right. And so they don't respond. And like you said, if you're not able to make it, call for a consultation. That sounds like too big of a leap yeah, like, right now, right? Come to a so, sales call, yeah. Call yeah, for- yeah. Call now. <laughs> We've got trained salespeople are standing by. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we are your friends. Give us your money. Um, right. 
it makes sense. Um, yeah, if you look at it, you thought that, of it like bullseye, right? Right, because that's the thing, bullseye. right? So I've had this happen again and again. Like you, you maybe, um, you know, you I, have yeah. you heard? Um, I did an episode with uh, with uh, Malton, with a, a guy who works with uh, a doctor that does um, stem cell. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that one. Right? Yeah. And he was doing, yeah, he was doing um, workshops. They're running full-page ads in the magazine, mm-hmm. and they are in uh, newspapers. And right. we talked about doing a book instead. And Malton sent me an update and he said, Hey Dean, since our conversation, we've seen our leads and conversions grow substantially where we were getting, where we were attracting 20 to 30 people a month to our seminars. We're now attracting 80 to a hundred and having to add additional overflow events to accommodate everyone that would like to attend. This was accomplished by adopting your recommendation of using a book as our lead magnet rather than the one-step process of inviting everyone interested. The book helped establish our credibility and authority, plus enabled us to build a list of over a thousand people interested in our program in a very short time. So that, Mm -hmm. so this, you've got information, right? That a certain group of people would want Right. So by offering it as a book, that's kind of the you're building this list that's an asset now that you'll be able to invite them to future workshops. You know, every time you have one. Right. And but I guess my idea was, you know, <laughs> I've been enough of Frank Kern's um, his yeah. monthly call or weekly calls or biweekly, yeah. I guess. Where basically every every question to him is just like, oh yeah, just do a webinar, dude. Yeah, and you could <laughs> yeah, do a webinar. Like, and that's the I thing. Just is do a instead webinar, of yeah, instead yeah. of somebody coming to a live thing. But even yeah. that, you know, if you watch but, what, um, even mm-hmm. if you watch Frank's moves, it is yeah, you know what he's doing is he's leading with a book. You right. know, and that you know has made a. Um, that makes a big difference because you kind of separate the compelling from the convincing. Yeah. This way, right. I, like you've got gotcha, each yeah, step along the way right now you're sending, you've got this broad group of people who you suspect mm-hmm. may be um, interested. And when you make it as easy as possible for people to respond, now you get, a list of people who are prospects right now you get the you get the biggest um the widest list that you can because it's all amplifiers you know it's just there's no filters involved it's just here's all the information and you can get it right yeah. now with this uh just ask for this book right and that's easy to consume and it's easier mm. to consume even than a webinar. And right. That, a webinar, you got to sit there and, you know, right. That if somebody, right. Yes. If somebody's not able to sit there or still not available on that Tuesday or yeah. not able to sit there and watch it right now, they're less likely to opt in for it because they're connecting yeah. the opt in with the consumption. And whereas, yeah, book, yeah. A book goes right into um, it matches what our um, our natural um, desire to gather yeah. information. Right, we're gatherers. We're like That's imagine yeah. we're genetically <laughs> coded right for that. That if you're hunter, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> right? so true, I mean, though, if yeah. we're out walking on the field and we stumble across these, uh, you know, bananas. That yeah. we're gonna grab the bananas and take them back to the cave, right? Even though we're not <laughs> hungry right now, uh, yeah, we know we, that we'll we're be, gonna yeah. we're gonna want that's them fun. later. And yeah. that's where it's, that's it's, what a, it's so funny you say that, yeah. But that's the yeah, way. Okay. That's why all this stuff works like that, you know? And, so and I would. Oh, no. uh, sorry to cut you off. I just had this like a tiny idea. Like, what about just taking the webinar script and 
turning that into a book itself, like transcribing it. Do you think that would work? Yeah, out? sure. It doesn't really matter. You know, I mean, they, they care about the results, right? Right. The title of the book, the things that matter about a book. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, I mean, I've got a whole company that, that we have a whole team of people. That's all we do all day is make <laughs> uh, 90 minute books, right? That, that's yeah. the whole um, thing. And the reason that it works, the reason that it's um, so appealing is that you get 100% of the good stuff of writing a book with yeah. a 90 minute book in that, you know, you've got the things that matter. The things that matter are that you have a book that you have a title that when your ideal audience reads it, they say, I want that book. And you've got a way for them to get it, a landing page, right? That's the yeah. three things. That's the three things that really matter about a book. They, that's what drives the response, what they don't know or don't care about when they're requesting the book is they don't know how many pages it is. So it doesn't matter whether it's 50 pages or 250 pages. They don't care how long it took you to write it. And they don't care how cleverly you crafted (laughs) the second sentence in paragraph three <laughs> of chapter two, right? How right. Yeah, yeah. over how to word that, you know, nobody, nobody cares about nobody that. Cares. The truth <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. The truth is that nobody, half the people that buy any book don't Read even it. open it. So all <laughs> so we true. want yeah, to do, yeah. All we want to do, all we want to use the book for is to get people to re- ask for it. And as soon as they ask for it, I don't care whether they read it. It's not, that's not about it. As soon as they ask for it, the book mm-hmm. has done its job. And I just want to engage now in a conversation with somebody who's asked for a book about creative financing or about um, right. equity or buying properties with zero down or um, whatever the, whatever the right, topic yeah. is, right? So yeah, so it's getting them to basically raise their hands that they're interested, yeah. and it's kind of like um, like um, <laughs> the path of least resistance, right? Well, that's it, <clears throat> and it, it starts up, you know. Then it starts a conversational conversion path, you know. Yeah. So if you look at it, that if we look at the way the it flows with the mm-hmm. profit activators, is you've selected a single target market high net worth or high investable assets or high sure, income yeah. or whatever they are, you've chosen a mechanism of using a postcard, direct mail, or using Facebook ads or whatever it is to offer whatever, yeah. a mm-hmm. book that has the title that your ideal um, audience is going to respond to. Mm-hmm. And let's just pause right there because that right there is the big win. As soon as you get that right, invisible, yeah. as soon as you get that invisible prospect to become a visible prospect, you're more than halfway there. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's that's funny that you say that because I I listen to so many more cheese less whiskers podcasts. That's why I picked financial advisors for us because they're a visible prospect and kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, same idea. I, yeah, I'm totally with you. It makes so much sense. Uh-huh. It's funny that we forget the most simple things, but they're the most powerful, right? Right. That's exactly right. But what you're, you know, where you've got it now, what you, what I would be looking for um, is to figure out something that you can syndicate, you know, like I would look at it for you. What would be uh-huh. the thing that you could crack the code for yeah. one advisor that mm-hmm. helps them in their local um, area, and then you know use that to um, <laughs> to start relationships with other advisors all over. That's Canada. just it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I I I've been thinking about that too. That's where we we're going with this. Yeah. So the idea was you know get this working for one guy, and then yeah. hopefully we can bring it to other people. Kind of you know syndicate. That's a good word. Yeah, um, that's exactly. But it. 
I realize how broad financial advisors are. It's like, it could be insurance guys. It could be, my God, it's like, there's such a huge spectrum there, right? So it's like kind of picking a sweet spot or um, trying to either that or get rid of, you know, half the market. You know, you got to yeah. narrow it down like a bullseye. Yeah. Who can we best help, I guess? Right. And then how many of those people are there? Right. That's exactly right. You know, and yeah. are there, you know, is it, if you can figure out a way that, um, you know, that it's not just about the highest net worth. Um, right. People, yeah. That, you know, you can, there's a mm -hmm. lot of advisors that help. Um, everyone, know. right? Yes. That help everyone. That would be a very, that would be a valuable thing. Yeah. I, I called, um, I called a bunch of financial advisors that's doing my research to see if this is actually a viable market. And I found uh -huh. that, like one of the things about financial advisors that they told me, like their words, not mine, like everyone has money. <laughs> it's like everyone is a potential customer if they, you know, in some way or another, like it could be taxes, it could be estate planning, yeah. investments, you know, you name it. Yep. So yep. there's a huge, that's why we pick them because the opportunity is so enormous. Yeah. And I think most people think it's too hard to get them results. But uh -huh. I was one of those people until I was in Frank Kern's group and I saw some dude in Australia. He's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm not going to try to mimic his Australian accent. Mine's terrible, but he's like, yeah, I made this financial advisor up to like a hundred grand a month using this system. And I was like, it was like a light bulb moment for me. Cause here I was trying to be everything to everyone. Right. Just like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Like, and I oh, think that's God, part of it. You know, like part of yeah. mm -hmm. what really has to help is that you, you really, no matter what, even if you're, you know, you're going to be the, um, a copywriter, that's what you're coming at this as, right? Or a strategist, marketing, yeah, both, yeah, service provider kind of thing. That you really have to dive into this, you know, yeah. and you, you really have to get to know what the um, look for, what the opportunities are, what's, what's compelling, what are the things that people mm -hmm. are most concerned about, you know. Yeah, and um, again, it's just because it's such a broad market. It's like if I, for for example, my friend's uncle here, he he services affluent people, and they have different needs than you know, as you know, like regular people. Um, let's well, call them I don't know, civilians. <laughs> you know, yeah, they right. have um, they have different needs and desires and problems, but it doesn't mean you can't service them. It's just a different market, and right. just, for us, it's like well, I was thinking who could we not only get the best results for, but who would also, you know, we, we care about money too. Like we want to get paid. So the financial advisors, even the, the local ones who, you know, their goal is to get maybe $10 million assets under management. And that is actually a very, like it's insignificant. It's like so small, but if you're doing cold calling, that's like, that's like Mount Everest, but right. there are yeah. other people that Especially like, if they're getting it a couple of hundred thousand at a time. Right, exactly. Right. But for us, it's like, man, we could do that in like, with a bit of target marketing, like we could do that in like weeks, you know, <laughs> like they would, we would blow their mind. We couldn't even, we couldn't even make those claims because they would, they'd be like, well, this, this doesn't sound real. Oh, sorry. Good. Right. But I think for you, you know, part of this thing, anything, anytime you're going to um, syndicate something or you're going mm -hmm. to um, do that is you've got to you've got to uh, get to work on the prototype, you know, you've got yes. to yes. do your end of one study where you're, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. you're going to work to, to crack the code. And it's then funny each, yeah. Yeah. Each step along the way you have, you document what's happening and right. you're able to uh, duplicate it, you know? Yeah, it's it's so funny that you you, you describe it like that because I was thinking like a scientist, you know, it's, like, it's almost yeah, it's almost scientific the way you do it. Like it is absolutely, method. it is. Yeah, it and, is. That's the that's exactly what we take is the scientific yeah. method. We propose hypotheses and then you right. set up the yeah. experiment and you go to work and you observe what happens, record all the results, and then yeah. you duplicate it again. And if you can get it to you know predictably. Um, work again, then yeah. you got yourself a winner that you can you can scale. 
it's so funny you say that because I, I think of everything in the scientific method and business. No one else does. Well, almost no one else, apparently. But it's so it makes it so much easier and less stressful. But at the same time, you know, you gotta do the work. <laughs> so that's yeah, where yeah. We're at now. Um, it's like a feedback loop, though. Even the the eight profit activators, you know, they have the lead gen right. version to get them the result, yeah. and then the return path, right? For lack of yeah. a better word, right? That um, is exactly it. You guys, so, you know, when you, you guys are pretty smart at, over there. <laughs> when you look at the advisors, you know, when you look mm-hmm. at the advisors, um, mm-hmm. you know, part of the thing that, like, one of the easy magic tricks that you can do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For an advisor is to help them um, orchestrate referrals. You know, like they their business is primarily um, based on oh, referrals generally, but right. they don't. They're not doing anything to orchestrate it. They're just they're coming at it that they're asking for at the very best. They're asking for referrals. A lot of them yeah. aren't, but they're getting them. Um, ah, that genius. <laughs> You're a genius. So, well, one of the things that everybody, you know, if you start to think about that, that they've got, that's an asset that they have. Everybody wants to go out and just, you know, run this magic ad campaign that's going to get them new clients. But the truth is that especially in a business like financial advising, there's a, there's a strong element of trust that has to be built, you know? And that's why referrals, we often, um, you know, need to depend on others to uh, the people who we know and trust to advise us on who's advising them. Um, So it's built in, right, that there's high stakes with that. Yeah, right. That you've got that opportunity. So if you have a conversation with with an advisor around, excuse me, measuring mm-hmm. their return on relationship. And that's something, those are words that they've never used before or yeah. heard of. That if you start a conversation with them and say, well, how many clients do you have right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many people do you know? You know, if you get to at least 150 people, which is uh, the most, uh, that number. Be the, number. Yeah, Dunbar's number, right? That's the thing, mm-hmm. that there's 150 people that know them, that if they saw them at the grocery store, they'd stop and recognize them by name and have a conversation. Yeah. Those those people could be referring them, but they're yeah. not orchestrating that, you know? And the only reason is because they may be um, in sort of a faulty way thinking that they don't want to beg their clients for business or they don't want to appear weak or they don't want to appear like they can't get like, business on their yeah, own. Yeah. Like they're desperate. Yeah. I hear you. 100%. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's almost, it's just the wrong way of looking at it. Right. Like, right. I know what you say about referrals is it's a conversation. So, it, Hey, mm-hmm. do you know anybody who knows anything about, I don't know, taxes? Like, Oh yeah. Talk to Jim, Jimbo, yeah. you know, and there's, hear, yeah. there's the thing that's exactly right. Is that you look at it that, you know, rather than asking for referrals, like, like they're asking them to do you a favor. Once right. you realize that the only reason people refer is because it makes them feel good. Yeah. Then you get, then you get the chance to just engineer situations where they get to feel good. Oh, I just and got a cool idea for the good. Tell me, I guess, yeah, what did you get? The the, uh, the goodwill referral machine, or something, you know, or something like that. Okay. Engineering, I don't know. There's, yeah, a, there's, I mean, there's an idea there. <clears throat> right. So when you look at it, that if you get yeah. people over that mindset, right, that that they're asking for or they're begging or they're uh, right, you know yeah. showing weakness, when you really understand why. They refer because it makes them feel good. They want to feel like an insider. They want to feel like they're a trusted advisor to their friends. And it raises their status in the herd that way. Then now it's about engineering situations that that happens more often. Right. And so when when you have that conversation with them and you realize that, 
all referrals happen as a result of conversation. Mm-hmm. And that in order for that referral to take place, three things have to happen. Number one, they have to notice that the conversation is about money or taxes or financing or um, mutual funds or business succession or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they have to think about your advisor and then they have to introduce them to the person that they had the conversation with. All three of those things have to take place. And yeah. so, so often for every referral that they do get as a passive referral, somebody saying, Hey, I was talking with Ben and he said, you could, uh, you do a great job with him. And I, I'd love it if I could talk to you about helping me. That's most of the referrals that people get. Yeah. If you, if you start to think about it now about how to, how to orchestrate them, you know, for every one of those, there's probably at least mm-hmm five opportunities that don't connect all three, right? They're probably in conversations about money and yeah. don't even notice it a lot of the time. Of course. Or they notice it, but they don't think about you. Mm. Or it's a funny thing about money. You, but don't say anything, you know, or they, or they probably yeah. tell you, oh yeah, I tell everybody about you. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But you're okay, not okay. We're the clients, right? Referrals. Right. Right. That's where the book comes in or the landing page or whatever. Right. Yes. So now when you, that's exactly right. When you orchestrate a situation that you present that you kind of future pace it. Right. So you're saying to people, yeah, yeah. we use something, um, we use a, a tool called the world's most interesting postcard, which is like a monthly newsletter. Um, postcard Mm -hmm. that just has all kinds of interesting facts on one side. And then on the back, it has a post-it note um, graphic. And in there, we put a a note that basically brings a high probability conversation to the light every month. So we might say, um, you know, hi, Ben, just a quick note in case you hear someone talking about buying an investment property this year. You know, yeah. a lot of times with the oh, new tax laws or whatever it is, something, it's a great way to uh, maximize the ROI. If you hear someone talking about it, give me a call or text me and I'll get you a copy of my book for uh, creative financing ways or whatever your, whatever the title would be. Sure. Right? Yeah. Now, now when they hear that conversation, They've got a way now to feel like a hero because yeah. that's going to remind them that, oh, Ben just said he had a book and that I could get that. So he's now going to call you to get that book to give to his friend, which is going to make him look like the hero, which is exactly what we want. Even though right. when, when they call you to ask for the book, you get right. to start the conversation and say, yeah. well, Tell me about your friend. Are they, you know, and then how can we connect? But you're, uh, you're, you're so focusing on the highest probability outcome, which is not depending on your client to convince their friend to call you, but Compelling. the higher yeah. probability is that your friend or client would be more comfortable calling you. Yeah. And that's a higher so that's that's where we focus on, you know, but that kind of thing, like when you're starting a relationship with new advisors, um, mm-hmm. you know, new to you, that that's often a great way to start the relationship because you can get some immediate, really low cost. Um, get your foot in the door, right? ROI. Like perfect. Yeah. yeah. And that paves the way into um, into new stuff, you know. Right. Oh, man. I'm so happy I called you, Dean. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. good. That's such a great idea. And um, yeah, that's like a referral campaign. What about like like stick letters? I'm not sure. Like they probably have people. Their their herd gets poached, right? That's a big problem with financial advisors too. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have like various grades that they kind of like. Oh, this is an A client, so they call them like 12 times a year, or you know. Yeah, and then oh, this is only right? this is only a B client, so I'm only call him six times. And then oh, like yeah. what? it's like why do all my clients leave? <laughs> But uh, right. 
it, it's that would be an interesting way to not only keep your clients but also re- engineer referrals. I think the the post it. Yes, that's exactly right. That there, there's the thing is like when you even just dividing up their business into before unit, during unit, and after unit is an yeah. eye opener in a lot of ways for them because they realize how mm. after unit heavy their business is, meaning that the majority yeah. of their revenue comes from recurring fees, yeah. recurring management fees with the clients that they already have assets yeah. under management. You know, It's funny because I'll be honest, my biggest blind spot for the eight profit actors is always the after unit as well. I didn't yeah. really see it as, I was like, well, it's, it's just, it's like, a, it's like a, it's like a flat earth. It just falls off <laughs> never to be seen again. Unless, right. Yeah. You know, I think that's most people too. Like that's, that's so funny. Um, and at the same time, like for our own offer in the during unit, like I think the, you know, the better we get that, the, it's almost going to create our own momentum for us. You know, it's yep. financial advisors to start talking like these guys are like, you know, they're either they love us or hate us. <laughs> Hopefully they love us. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I think starting with the, you know, the, the return path, I keep calling it the return path, but the, the after unit is like yeah. a great, great, uh, like leverage, like put in the door kind of thing, you know? That's exactly them, right. And it's the highest yeah. probability. I mean, when you, if you take 150 people and let's say that you send a postcard oh, for a dollar a month per person, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you're in for 150 people, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about $1,800 for the course of the year, you know? Um, yeah. And each client is worth so much more than, than that. Oh it's yeah. Almost, it's almost ridiculous. When <laughs> such a high and all, you know, the initial work that it mm. takes and they already have their address. It's just, it's right. just, all the way um, just starting it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot of them suck at following up too. That's a, also a huge laboratory, not even just lead generation, but following right. up, you know, engineer, like orchestrating the referrals as you call it. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's, that's such a, that's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. And for part of people, you know, when they look at it, that, um, you know, if they're maximizing their after unit as advisors, you know, it's really, there's yeah. so many opportunities even to just do more with the clients that they already have. Yeah. You know, like helping them get into other alternative things, like, you know, turning into in uh, uh, property investors or right, doing right. some of those other things that they're uh, yeah, able yeah, to help. Right. You know? It's just like, the, the, it goes back to like the three ways to grow a business, doesn't it? Yes, that's it. Increase their exactly average right. transaction, uh, you know, get them to spend more money or invest more money. Yep. Um, exactly yeah. Right. So, man, there's so much opportunity here that it's just like, oh man, I was just focused on the, the before unit. That, that's, I guess that's my copywriting training, but uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. But now how do you get to the, um, how do you find these um, advisors? You know, that's really, we've the, been uh, doing it like the old fashioned way. Just uh, we're using a mix of like cold emailing, basically direct out, uh, outreach, if you want to call it that. Um, calling, mm-hmm. I, I called up a few people, um, a lot of people actually, um, and then do social media kind of outreach stuff. We're kind of, we, we don't want to start putting money into the advertising system until we get, uh, we get the offer kind of like going, you know, like we get the proof of concept or the prototype. Yeah. And then once we get that, we're just going to feed it into the machine. But I, I figured we were going to get like maybe five clients before we really know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> and then we can take, okay, like we have something here that is like proven now and we can just, we can just start paying and, you know, I can use all my advertising experience or well, not really experience, but like a weird advertising brain to, uh, to start cranking this thing up. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Is it your, uh, yeah. So, um, what other, um, were you thinking about the, the Facebook, um, things here? Yeah. What, um, 
you know, what what do you what kind of opportunity do you see for um, for that? So for our personal, like for us getting more clients, or for, for getting our clients, well, certainly. Involved. Yeah, I mean that might be a great way to um, model. You know, like I mean, I'm I'm that's what yeah. I do. I work with a lot of um, real estate agents, and okay. so I use that same model, right? Like I've been so this Which week. One? So I constantly I'm running um, I'm running ads for. A, new, a book, a 90-minute book called Listing Agent Lifestyle. And right, it, yeah, right. It, yeah, it's for our, for real estate agents. And that, you know, I'm constantly running those. I get, uh, you know, book opt-ins for about a dollar fifty-four um, right now, if I just look at the um, things that, you know, and I can get, um you know, a um, hundred or, or I mean hundreds or a thousand um, opt-ins a week like that and look at um, just engaging those people in the dialogue. But the yeah. thing is that once they ask for that, um, the book, I know that yeah. they're in the right place because they yeah. are attracted by that mm-hmm. message, right? So yeah, it's yeah. so much about the book um, titles that make yeah, a right a difference, you know. Yeah, knowing like what brain. you know, like yeah. even mm-hmm. yeah, doing what you know about the financial advisor with the workshop that they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where I would kind of start. Is if you can come up with a book title that would be the right um, thing, and so, it's really interesting because yeah. we yep, we yep. do ads, we do we're running ads for. Um, for our 90 minute book business, right? And one of the things I alternate, we have our, uh, I just run ads offering a copy of the 90 minute book, which is itself a 90 minute book. Um, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. people download that. Or now we're um, testing, I have a report on the um, the five most compelling types of book titles. And that- I, I, I a, read that one. <laughs> Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, you, must exactly the, uh, you must have just seen the. You must have just seen the ad recently about it because that. No, no, oh, sorry. Um, I actually I heard it from one of your podcasts. You you mentioned them, oh, I think, gotcha. and then I and then I went to see it. But oh, okay. Your gotcha. system works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Works. But there you go. When you look at it, that you know, mm-hmm. I look at it that there there are five types of book titles, and I don't mind sharing those with people because I know that if they can get the title right, like if they get a title that they're excited about, that they're going to be so much more excited about now writing the book because it's, it's real to them. Right. Yeah. And then they get to the hard part, which is actually writing it. And they're like, "Ah, what's Dean Jackson doing? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I've got 90 minutes. Let's knock this out before dinner kind of thing. You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I, I, yeah. By the way, I promote your ninety-minute book title. Anyone who asks about writing books, by the way, like Bruno, awesome. you don't have to pay me, by the way. But if you want to see that, be fine. Um, oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so. Are you talking about like a book for like us, like for example, like well, how to? I, I think book for anybody. Yeah, both. Definitely both. Anybody, yeah. like both. But when you're saying about for the financial advisors, right? Like, what which what type of title? would be the kind that would get those people to raise their hand. Is it a, you know, I call them name it and claim it titles where it's like just right. holding the book is going to give you what the title says, like <laughs> financial, financial piece. piece yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. hour work week, those kind of things. Right. Yeah. Or the, you know, declaration books mm-hmm. like yeah. stop your divorce or double your income or think and grow rich, which are action yeah. books. That's what I'm going to do. Somebody grabs that book because yeah. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think and I like grow that rich. Idea. I'm going to stop my divorce. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Like Those, stop cold or stop refer or something. You know, I'm like, going to double my income. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, you know, the third ones are how to, because you can't, finish the phrase how to 
without adding some kind of a benefit oriented thing, right? How to, yeah, there's yeah. a outcome attached to that, right? How to, yeah. and you know, sometimes that's the longest thing. So look at Frank Kern, right? How to get high paying mm-hmm. clients, even if nobody knows who you are. That's yeah, I, uh, how to compel <laughs> title, one. right? Got me on that one like two or three years ago. And it was a great book. Right, exactly. But, uh, but, but you're you're totally right about the. I I I didn't read the copy. I was like, hell yeah, I want that book, Frank Kern. Right. How to get? Yeah, of course. It makes so much and sense. And then yeah. before you know it, you ask for it, and you may not have even read it. Right. That that's yeah. that's really the reality. Yeah, I'm one of then, the weird ones who actually reads it like ten times. Me, like, yeah, me too. I love it, and <laughs> yeah, some people are, and that's even the best. But I I guarantee you that probably. Um, I would say three out of four people who do 90 minute books with us have never read the 90 minute book. Yeah. And that's, yeah. they, they see it, they say, Oh yeah, I want that. And uh, they just start the the conversation, you know, and get going on their own book. But yeah, it's that it's done its job because it just got you in right. the conversation, you know? Yeah. From the marketing the perspective, thing, we just want people to raise yeah. their hands, right? We don't care about okay. the, the how-to so much as like what, you know. Like, yeah. Are they raising their hands? Yes. Okay, next step. Next. Step. Yeah, I get you. So the other type of book um, thing is like an information gold mine, like the where you're, you're saving somebody research, you know, like when you look at things like um, we did a book on U.S. hockey scholarships. So the right. U.S. Hockey Scholarship Directory or the um, 100 Great Places to Have an Outdoor Wedding or yeah. anything that is research-oriented. You know, we do. We have a Social Security Benefits Guide. We have a um, yeah, USDA yeah. Zero like Down Home Loan right? Guide. Like the yeah, home, or the Home Buyer Information. Yeah. Yes. All of those. Yeah, the Guide to Winter Haven Lakefront House Prices. All those right. things are like information gold mines for people who are in fact finding mode for buyers. Right. right? And that, that, yeah, that makes a big difference. And then the, the fifth one is, is the, is questions like listening in on what the questions, the conversation that's going on in people's minds. So there's Mm -hmm. really powerful books, like what to expect when you're expecting or, you know, things that are, um, we did a great report um, on how to know when it makes sense to refinance. Um, yeah, so yeah. All of those things are, what are the questions that yeah. people have that if you can adopt those, um, those things, it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> It's uh, it's hard to pick this one like the information gold mine for example say if you're doing investment property taxes <laughs> like the, the ten things you need to know about you know buying an investment property and then <laughs> basically at the end of it to say like yeah you should call a financial advisor and guess what that's what we specialize in that's like right I like that mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. questions you know mm-hmm. um, or they, they're all good <laughs> they're all good mm-hmm. um, and that's the thing when you both, find yeah. the yeah when you find like I think. A how-to, any of those ones combined with a how-to as a subtitle yeah. even is a, is a great amplifier. You know, that's really what it takes is once you get that, once you, once you hear the title that you're yeah. talking about, you know that you got something, you know? Oh, and then I, it becomes... Actually, can I interrupt for a second? Um, yeah. I, I want to tell you my book title. I actually, I forgot I wrote this book, which is so embarrassing, but I actually was really thinking about your book titles and I call it mine's about selling. I call it introverted selling secrets. <laughs> like ah, how to, nice. how to become a yeah. successful salesman, even if you're scared shit. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. That's great. I was like, I want that. Yeah. I didn't right. have to even sell it. It's like, it's sold itself. That's exactly right. People recognize it. it. <laughs> yep. Well, we had, yeah. it's so funny you saying because I had a guy in London uh, yeah. come to one of my breakthrough blueprint events and he did that. The, Influential introvert. Um, oh, really? That was, I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's really that you know, you're on the right uh, on the right track there. 
yeah, like the wealthy financial advisor or something like that, you know. Like well, the wealthy to, barber, right? There's a right, right, that's yeah. an example of that's one of the best um, financial books ever in Canada. Yeah, like I'm just thinking for like our personal business, like, like <laughs> it's a good one to model, you know, the wealthy financial advisor, how to, um, I don't know, grow your book of business by, I don't know, I don't want to put claims there, so maybe how to grow your book yeah. of business without lame stuff, like cold no, calling you're referral. Right. I mean, it's that whole how, thing. How to get yay without boo, as Frank Kern said. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's so. a great idea. All right, well, what's your um, what's your takeaway here? What's your um, um, thoughts about everything we to kind of recap what we talked about here? Um, yeah, well, my God, there's a lot of stuff. So I've just been scribbling down notes. But for one, the biggest one, the biggest like immediate like return on investment or, or on time, I guess, is the referral. Uh-huh. Creating some kind of referral campaign. You know, we can do you think to do postcards like postcards are probably better than like emails or both well i think it's all it all helps but the i look mm-hmm. at the postcards like um you know uh, check go to the world's most interesting postcard.com and you'll see what i'm talking about that's the postcard that we use um that is that's the kind of thing where you can do that set that up with an advisor and they're going to get an incredible ROI on that. Yeah. And that's going to pave the way, you know, for your relationship. Because nobody yeah. else, everybody else who's approaching them is really starting with. By much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like the tea or the whiskers, not the cheese, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And, and that's kind of where we were at too. Like as far as our own offer goes for pricing, like as far as like what, yeah. What is our offer? We haven't like. Do we do commission? Do we do flat fee? Do we, you know? There's, there's too many variables <laughs> to be honest. Well, you got to understand what what the result you can create is, and that's yeah. how you value it, right? That's why when you start right. with you start with one person and you mm-hmm. do you over invest your time and effort in yeah. them, and then you're every time that you crack a code, it's less time right. to redo it again, you know? So now it's like you get to a point where you can instruct somebody else how to execute this program. So it doesn't really yeah. take any of your time. You, you just created, I call already it algorithm. already algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you create. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we're kind of at the, uh, <laughs> we're doing a commission now for this one. So, uh, we're at the result part, so yeah. about uh, you create the yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, we have so much to go on here. Um, so yeah, takeaways after the referral thing. That's like a great, uh, I guess, like a quicker return on investment for them. Like so, they can, they could probably bring that into the, their lead gen, and then mm-hmm. we can come up with uh, evil book titles. <laughs> um, what, what, what was your what was your acronym for evil, by the way? It was um, oh, yeah. evolved yeah, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, can't it's remember. Okay, yeah, yeah it's like evolved something. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's not yeah. evil. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just for, uh, focus on the return path. Like they're already they already care about referrals, so why not instead of fighting against that, why not go with that mindset? But then basically say, Hey, we can also do all this other stuff. We can, we can work on their conversion and get them maybe cross sell or something there with their current clients, like upsell them, you know, whatever. Um, And then we can create the lead generation machine itself. We can use a book or first of all, you got to figure out what information they actually want, but I guess we already have that, Mm -hmm. right? We just got to turn that into Mm -hmm. uh, a, a capture page, right? Yeah, that's it. And, um, yeah, just get them on the phone. So the the sales process itself goes like, you know, ad or mail. <laughs> they come to a conversion event and then they uh, request uh, like a call or a t- to talk to an advisor. Uh-huh. Typically, they want them to come into their office. Um, I was thinking with the seminar, it could just it could be like basically Facebook ads or direct mail to landing page. And then they watch the video and then 
or they don't watch it and we follow up. And they get the book. Yeah. I mean, I would always, yeah, exactly, the front yeah. end of any of it would be the book. And the then book. on the, on the thank you page, the moment that they're finished with asking uh, for the book. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you look at how simple these pages are. If you go to, uh, if you go to 90 minutebookcom or you go to emailmastery.com, you'll see yeah. how There's, completely yeah. stripped down those pages mm-hmm. are. It's only to start with the book. And then uh, everything happens on the other side of that, right? As soon as you opt in for the 90-minute um, book, right. then it's immediately, here's how we can help you write and publish your first book in 90 minutes. Right. Yeah. We're automatically it's now it's marketing them app. by the hand and leading yeah. them to the next step. Yeah. Because yeah, it's 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 funny. Like uh, I, I've only recently started realizing how important leaders like sales and marketing is basically being a leader. And say, hey, like yeah. here's the next step, and just drop the breadcrumbs for them. <laughs> here's exactly, come here now. Exactly right. It's it's yep. almost like they're little kids. <laughs> you know. That's exactly. For lack right. of a better word. People are silently uh, that's, that's begging so to be led. You're right. Yeah, the good old Jay Abraham quote. And yeah. I never really completely understood that until recently. Um, awesome. Yeah, this has been... I, I have all the notes here, but I'm probably going to walk, listen back to this. Cool. Well, you know, it'd be great time. for you to listen. When you listen back, you'll hear it differently because you're not caught by off guard or you're not thinking about something. But yeah, that's people always say, yeah. you hear it again and then you can... Uh, It'll recapture your uh, your notes, or you hear something. With yeah, and the highest, um, the high, I got like I got so many random notes. I got to decode them later. Like the highest probability is the after unit. I don't know why I never. Yeah, it's so stupid because like we know like people buy like they're typically they already know you like know like and trust. trust yeah. yeah, the work's already done. Wow. Yeah. Um. This is yeah. I got a lot to kind of work on here. Awesome. Hey, I want to get to work now. Um, yeah, this enjoyed it. Great, Dean. Yeah, yeah it's great. Nice awesome. to talk to a nice Canadian. Another, yeah, another Canadian. I um, yeah. Have you been to the East Coast by the way? Like Halifax. Um, I have. Yeah, I was just oh, um, nice. So I was back in Newfoundland um, three or four years ago. My my mom passed in 2013. So oh, that. in the summer, you know, summer of 2014, I went to um, went back to uh, Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. She's from there. That's where she grew up. So she was. Um, so her family has a um, has a burial um, plot. And stuff this there. is so a weird, totally weird question. Is her last name like Osmond? No, uh, uh-uh, no, no. Okay, never mind. I know a lot of. <laughs> Everyone in Canada knows each other. That's <laughs> yeah, never mind. funny, isn't it? She what, was, uh, what was her last Harvey. name? Curiosity. Uh, Harvey? Harvey was her last okay. name. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So then, um, yeah. Um, I don't want to take up any more of your time here, but I mean, I could talk all day. But uh, Thanks, yeah, this ben. has been amazing. Awesome. Well, keep me posted. Let me know what you come up with. And, yeah. And uh, good luck with all that. For sure. You'll you'll see me probably buying like 800, 900 books in the future. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. All right. Well, I got a whole right, team standing by to help you. Okay. okay hope perfect. I'll see you later. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Bye.